The time for empty talk is over. Now arrives the hour of action. It's time for the John DePietro Show here on News Talk WNRI 1380 AM and 99.9 and 95.1 FM. He's a special kind of sentinel. Mr. DePietro, who is in the eye of the storm. Suddenly, John DePietro became the story. Radio talk show host John DePietro. All right, here we go, folks. Welcome to the lunchtime. Good afternoon, one and all. Here I am. It's one. Weekdays, we start at 11, we go till 2. It's AM 1380. You can always listen at thepetro.com, D-E-P-E-T-R-O.com. This portion of the program brought to you by J.K.L. Engineering. Hey, the heating season is more than here. Let J.K.L. design and install a natural gas, high-efficiency carrier infinity system. The energy-efficient, quiet, more affordable than you think. You're saying no gas? Guess what? No problem. Let J.K.L. Engineering design and install a high-efficiency heat pump system, including ductless splits. Heats in the winter and it cools in the summer. These units are so efficient, it can reduce your oil bill by as much as 90%. Highest rebates on the market, new installation, replacement of high-efficiency gas boilers. J.K.L. Licensed both Rhode Island and Massachusetts. You know, for 53 years, J.K.L.'s reputation, boom, second to none especially for technical expertise and customer satisfaction. Call J.K.L. today at 401-351-7600. Estimates are free. Financing is available. Call J.K.L. 401-351-7600. Well, folks, we will uh, get back to your phone calls. But right now, joining us right now is Don Rosenberg, Vice President of the American Victims of Illegal Alien Crime. Now, right now... In Massachusetts, there is pending sanctuary state driver's licenses, pending for illegal aliens. Now, from what I understand, Don lost a son to an illegal alien driver. Terrible. So joining us right now, he recently testified at the Massachusetts State House. I want to um, welcome to the program, and it's uh, our honor to have him. And it's Don Rosenberg. Good afternoon, Don. Hi, good morning. Actually, well, good morning for me. Good afternoon for you. Good afternoon. Don, uh, first of all, um, I give you so much credit. I, uh, each year I travel to Washington, D.C. I broadcast from the Hold Their Feet to the Fire uh, fear, which is enforcement of our borders, enforcement of illegal aliens, enforcement of uh, just the fact that that many times uh, illegals that come in and commit crimes uh, are not held accountable in any way. Um, I, I want to start off, if, if you don't mind, and I'm sure it's painful, but if you could tell us a little bit about your son, what happened, and then how you became involved with American victims of illegal alien crime. Sure. Um, uh, back in uh, November 2010, my son was a law law school student in San Francisco. He was uh, coming home from school that day, or actually going to his apartment, um, when a guy named Roberto Gallo <clears throat> tried to make a last-second left-hand turn, collided with my son. He, w- he was on a motorcycle. <clears throat> they were both going very slowly because there was a lot of traffic. It was rush hour. Um, but my son flew over the top of his um, car and instead of stopping, he accelerated. He drove over my son. Uh, his helmet had come off, wedged under the guy's rear tire. He backed up, driving over him a second time, and then trying to flee, uh, went forward again. Um, a man had jumped out of his car and stood in front of Gallo's car. He stopped, but his rear tire was on my son's abdomen, and five men had to lift the car off of him. But you know, it was too late at that point. Um, we were originally told that he was in the country illegally the, the next day when my wife and I were, were up with the police. But then a few days later, got a call from them, from the DA's office, telling us that he was in the country legally. He just didn't have a driver's license. Um, so I really got involved in this issue. I mean, I started to do some research and saw how devastating and how many deaths were caused by unlicensed drivers. It was, it was obvious that a lot of it was from people that were here illegally, but 
um, the numbers were just outrageous. So I got that's how we I got involved originally, just dealing with unlicensed drivers, nothing to do with immigration status. It wasn't until 11 months later, and I was doing a radio show like yours here in Los Angeles, and um, that night I got an email from a guy claiming to be an ICE agent and telling me that the guy was here illegally, and he gave me so much information that he wouldn't have known unless he had access, you know, to database access, and I did eventually check, I mean, I checked the guy out, and he was, he was an ICE agent, eventually met him, we didn't live anywhere near each other, but... Um, and even then, it was still a couple of months of me fighting the unlicensed immigra- uh, unlicensed driver uh, aspect before I just before I got like, literally yanked into the immigration debate because of all the lies that were being told. Um, and what really got me, I was at a at a hearing. I think, I'm pretty sure it was Los Angeles Police Commission, but I did a lot of them. And a guy said to me, um, I'm so sorry for your loss, but you know, and I'm using the word Jose like John because I don't remember the guy's name, but Jose has to get to work. Holy and cow. At, that point, at that point, it was like, oh, okay, so deaths are okay because people that are here illegally have to get to a job that they're not even allowed to be working at. And that, and that really got me more and more into the... Into the uh, illegal immigration issue um, and then I did although I did fight California's driver's license um, bill um, which has you know, been a disaster as, uh, uh, fatalities have increased 19% in the first two years that the bill was in effect um, and I've done, I mean, I've done a lot of research in every state that's given driver's licenses in the first couple of years fatalities just increase massively um, so now now trying to help you guys and fight Massachusetts you um it, it, it's it's really incredible um, before we go go further I, I want to come back to um, and tell us and again folks we speak with Don Rosenberg but um, <coughs> tell us a little bit about you know, we, I, I want to know about your son. Tell us about where he was in his life. Um, what, what, you know, what, what was he like? What was, what was um, you know, take us inside a little bit. I, I want to know about your son. Um, you know, uh, he was, well, he was our firstborn out of three. Um, and I guess, you know, they were pretty far apart. So he was, you know, only child for about, you know, I guess it was about four or five years. Um, got, you know, so you get really, really tight with all your kids, but certainly the first one's unique because of that. Um, you know, he was a good, he was a good kid. He was a pretty good student. Never really got, you know, he got into trouble like, you know, all kids do some, something stupid, not nothing legal or anything, you know, uh, um, I still remember a time when he, you know, and this, this is Drew in, in a, in, I don't know, maybe he was in fourth or fifth grade and kids had to make these uh, um, like sand sculptures or something and he messed up one kid's sand sculpture and of course he claimed he didn't do it and you know when he was about 18 he admitted to us that he did I mean that was if you want to call it trouble that's like the, the most trouble he ever got into he was, he was an okay student but he wasn't a great student he went to the University of Arizona and all of a sudden became a phenomenal student um got into their um, Eller School of Business, which is not easy to get into. Um, went over, did a semester abroad in London, and, and here's an, a, a bit of irony to this whole story. Um, you know, he met a girl while he was over there that um, gone to school who was also in, in school in London. Um, came back here, but they stayed together, and she would come here, he would go there. Um, went to work uh, after he graduated and and I think maybe this is you know <laughs> what I can you know really say about my son um, he was working and I'm, I'm trying to remember now the um, mortgage company oh countrywide that had you know all the big scandals and he went to work for them and after like two months he 
we were talking one day on the phone. He said, there's really something wrong here. And he kind of got into a lot of issues with them because they were, they were, you know, and it ended up true. They were defrauding people. And he said, I can't work here anymore. And he, he quit. And he was making a lot of money. Mm. Um, he decided he wanted to go to law school. Um, but because of the timing, he went back to London, got a job in London for a while so he could be with his, you know, his girlfriend, got into law school and came back. She would have come, this was like 2008, you know, when, it, when the markets collapsed. So she couldn't get a um, work visa to come here. And now that I know how easy it would have been for her to just come on a visitor visa and not leave, well, when he went to San Francisco, he because it was just him, he sold his car and hmm. got a motorcycle. Now, folks, again, good, a- good afternoon. We're, we're speaking with Don Rosenberg, who's vice president of American Victims of illegal alien crime. What was it like when you testified recently at the Massachusetts State House about um, illegal aliens getting a driver's license? It was a joke. That, that, well, no, the, the testimony, excuse me for a second, well, it was a joke. The testimony was about Sanctuary State. The driver's license thing Correct. come up again until a week later. Right. Um, you know, I mean, they parade a lot of people, you know, come in to testify. And, and this isn't just Massachusetts. This is testifying anywhere. The people that are testifying don't get an opportunity to rebut what somebody else has said. So once you testify, all you can do is sit there. And, when, and, and I'm not bragging about this because I wish I knew nothing. I've been doing this now for eight and a half years, full time. I'm an expert on this. Right. But when people right. are talking and saying things, and they're, I know they're not true, and it doesn't mean they're necessarily lying. It's just how they've been brainwashed about the issue or what they think. Um, it, you just sit there and you can't say a word. And I actually wish now that I, I know I would have probably been thrown out, but I actually wish I had a couple, you know, at least once gotten up and said, that's just not true. Such as, now take us inside, and I want to give credit to Lou Murray, who's Bastonians Against Sanctuary Cities, was the one that put us together. Now, Don, what is some of the, because we have in Providence, Rhode Island, you have a mayor, Mayor Alorza, and he welcomes Sanctuary City. He is from Guatemala. He actually, his parents are illegal aliens from Guatemala. He came into the country as a child illegally. He goes on recruiting trips, trips, excuse me, the mayor of Providence, to Guatemala, and he even installed direct flights to Green Airport in, in Warwick, in, in Rhode Island, for, for direct flights from Guatemala. He'll go on recruiting trips to Guatemala and say, don't worry, come to Providence, live in Providence, I will protect you, the police won't go after you. But give some examples of some of the, the myths and the false information. Now, I, I know some of them just because of my background, and I'm gonna, I'll provide an example, and I'm sure you are even more knowledgeable than I am. But here's, here's one of the, the falsehoods and myths that they give out about illegal aliens. They say that um, if, with sanctuary cities, because of when you wanna go after uh, illegals or if you crack down on them, that they, they won't report crime. That, that makes them afraid of police, and they won't work for crime. Now, the truth is, in most of these countries, such as Guatemala, it's so corrupt. They, they never report things. They, they don't go to the police anyway, and it probably wouldn't even be any good to go to the police. So there's, there's an inherent distrust against law enforcement to begin with, let alone they're in the country illegal. What I mean by that is they're never reporting anything to the police. And I'm not saying that's a good thing. But many times in poor neighborhoods, there's a reluctance. You know, there's T-shirts, don't snitch. This is something that law enforcement, they always battle with. It is a myth to say that if, in fact, you allowed them and you're in sanctuary cities, they'd be more uh, feel good about or be more forthcoming in reporting crime to police. That is a complete myth, and that is never happening. Well, you're, you're right. I mean, a couple of things about, you know, about... Hold on one second. <laughs> Excuse me about that issue. Is that 
you know, like like anything, nothing's a hundred percent one way or the other. So there are some people that make you know that will report things. A lot of people won't. Okay, but and, just to know, touch on some of the other myths you heard put out. You said you wish okay. you could have stood up and said blah blah blah. They would have thrown you out. Why don't we just say what are three myths that the other side puts out about sanctuary cities? Okay, um, one that sanctuary cities reduce crime and don't you know don't increase crime. And that sanctuary cities are, and this I'll confess as one, you know, have less crime than cities that aren't sanctuary. Well, on the on the last point is, and, and I should let you know, I spent 15 years as a publisher of a magazine, and our forte was statistical analysis and market research. So, I, so nothing to do with this, but I know what I'm talking about when it comes to to that. Well, you can compare Boston to some other city, or Los Angeles, or you know, a, a, a place that is a sanctuary city to another city, but it's it, it's the you know correlation versus causation argument that just because this city maybe has less crime and they're a sanctuary city versus this city that doesn't doesn't mean that it's the sanctuary city part that makes less crime. They have less crime anyway. Right. And if you deport, and if you deported every single illegal alien, and this is the question I always ask when somebody tells me that, I always say to them. So are you telling me that if Los Angeles deported, or if, Los, if every illegal alien in Los Angeles was deported, crime would go up? <laughs> the, the fact that they're here doesn't decrease crime. It only it all takes is one, and it's increased crime. Well, so and not only that, I mean, again, I, I just know the argument of they commit crime at a lesser rate. Right, um, right, right. For instance, here's one. Illegal aliens commit less rapes on average than the average American. Well, number one. If they weren't here, there'd be no rapes, number one. Number right, two, right. there's far less of them. So, of course, it's going to be. But if, if there's one crime committed by an illegal alien, it's a crime that be committed. Now, Don, here's the thing. What would you like to tell people that are listening right now, Massachusetts listeners, others that want to get involved, Bostonians against sanctuary cities, what is the message that you want to put forward? And also, what is it that motivated you to uh, travel to Massachusetts to testify? Let's. I want to get to the... Call okay. to action well, here of why, why we have you on. Right. Well, the call to action is is pick up your phone, get involved, call your representative, and tell them they can't pass this bill. Their responsibility is to you, not to an illegal alien, and that and and that you will hold them responsible if they do vote for this. And it really is involved. I can't say anything more than people need to be involved because they just don't. They complain after the fact. Sure. Because, okay. you know, so that's the, that's the most important thing. And, and I'm, I don't have the number right in front of me. No, that's quite all right. I'll, uh, I'll give it out. Don, I want to uh, thank you for joining us. And, again, you have a lot of courage. Don Rosenberg, uh, Vice President of the American Victims of Illegal Aliens. Don, thank you for joining us. We'll talk thanks. to you again. Thanks, John. All right, Bye. folks, there it is. Uh, again, it's not easy. And I don't uh, mean to be quick. Uh, you know, you know what's amazing, folks? And again, good afternoon, everybody. It's John DePietro. Terry Gorman's going to join me. There are certain bills coming up at the Rhode Island State Statehouse. Um, I, I feel it's so, it's so difficult. It's tough to put um, yourself even in situation with someone uh, in their shoes. But mo- many of you that listen to me know, for instance, when I broadcast from Washington, we, we hear a lot of those. Um, we hear a lot of those stories. So. I want to play, um, I did get a, a, I'm so glad. Thank you to Jay sent me an email saying he can't believe it either. The way the media just goes along uh, blindly with this foolishness of the Providence uh, police. But I, I noticed that I'm a little surprised that Steph Machado, did, no one questions this business that like, so, I mean, don't, no one thinks like, huh, that's odd. There's no damage at all to the rims. Two wheels fell off a ladder truck. Looks like both bolts snapped. Union's been beating the drum about vehicle issues lately. Beating the drum? They've been running paid ads. Ladder 2 isn't isn't actually one of the older trucks. These trucks are supposed to... you, You never hear about that. What amazing coincidence, as some people put. But, like, where is the media on this? Like, are you kidding me? But I noticed that two of the reporters are really brand new green reporters. 
Uh, one of them, Lindsay DeLucia in Providence, Point and Franklin Street. Two wheels fell off this fire truck. They, th- they, they say the rims aren't cracked and the lug nuts are tight, making them think it could be due to the stress of potholes and speed bumps. The rims aren't cracked. There was no damage to the vehicle. Two wheels fell off. Wouldn't it immediately like, boom, you damaged the rims. Think how heavy these things are. Let me play the sound. I, I just, I mean, I, I, I recognize that, and I know, folks, if people had any idea, my goodness, people in the local media, they get so mad at me. But what am I supposed to do? Am I supposed to pretend like th- th- this is moronic? Do your homework. I mean, no one thinks, uh, sounding the alarm, that's not even accurate. They've been running paid ads. Coming off the Providence Fire Department, literally. Two of them came off ladder two this afternoon, returning from a call. And as with most things, timing is everything. Yeah, this happened during an ongoing battle between the Firefighters Union and the city about the condition of the trucks. NBC10's Lindsay DeLucher reports from Providence. This just goes to show what we've been saying this whole week. President of the Providence Firefighters uh, Union, Derek Silva, says this truck, Ladder 2, is one of the larger trucks the department has. To have two tires just pop off while it's going down the road is obviously of huge concern to us. Impossible. And that's what happened just before noon today. Allegedly. We just lost a tire on the truck. The truck was coming back from responding to a call, only to find themselves calling for help. Those four firefighters are driving down the road, going back for an emergency, going back to the fire station thinking nothing of it, and to have the truck just drop, to lose control of no it, witnesses. have two tires come off, is frightening. Police and city officials responded to Point Street near Franklin Street to analyze what happened. One went down over there, and then one enlarged and went over there, but it didn't hit anybody or any vehicles. George Lazareshi with the Public Safety Repair Division described what it looks like caused the two tires to take off. Every single stud snapped, and the lug nuts are tight onto the rim, so it, it, it appears to be stress cracks. He says oh. potentially from potholes and speed bumps, which put stress on even vehicles like this 2007 truck, one of the newer ones in the department. He says it was just inspected in November. The wheels, brakes, everything thoroughly looked at. We make sure nothing goes out unsafe, and I'm sure the m- most of the fire fighters will attest to that that our trucks never really have any problems but silva speaks on the contrary these issues are not isolated remote incidents they happen this guy's a pathological liar to fix them and public safety says that the incident was rare just bad timing that was lindsay (laughs) oh yeah so you're riding along is there anybody listening to me right now Anyone. Do you, do you know of anyone? Do you know of anyone? The lug nuts, everything is firm. Do you, do you, forget about just like if this happened to you. Do you know of anyone that was riding along, car hit a pothole, and two wheels came off? Does that make sense to anybody? Hello there, George. There's Wolf. Very courageous man. I agree. Hi there, uh, Diana. It is a miserable weather day. Um, was he making a turn? I don't know. There's Frank. What a joke. The wheels came off. I mean, we use that expression about the Democrat Party right now. The wheels are coming off. But is there anyone, forget about like it's happened to you. I mean, I, I consider myself, I, I know a lot of people. Think about this. The Providence firefighters are running a paid ad paid ad and that is not even listed in the media by the way i posted on twitter god and i know they get so mad i'm gonna hold up right now i'm holding up this says providence firefighter just an hour ago providence ladder two lost a tire after returning for an emergency on route six and see what it says at the bottom i'm going to show you it says promoted you know what that means that means that this is a paid ad they're running a paid ad see where it says promoted Right there. That means they paid to run this on Twitter. Paid. No one asked that. I'll run the other two, 12 and 6. No one asked that. This has never happened with a car. I've never heard of this happening with a fire truck. No one in the media will even ask them about it. How, How is that possible? So they're riding along and just somehow... 
the same week they're running paid commercials, advertisements. Now, that's just on Twitter. I have no idea if they're running them on Facebook or anything like that. Not that I've seen. I mean, it could be. I don't know. But how does that happen? And I see, like, I played the sound of that Amanda Pitt. God forbid this ever happened on the highway while driving to an incident. Boy, there's two tires fell off a Providence ladder to today. It should say allegedly. So let's see the damage. Can you imagine the damage to the truck? Are you ready? Now, again, on Facebook Live, I'm going to hold up the photo. Ready? That's what it looks like. Two tires fell off. That's what it looks like. What, what condition would you say? Hi there, Frank. What condition would you say that that looks like? I'm holding it up right there. Anybody see any damage there? See any damage to that in any way? It looks perfect, right? Looks totally perfect. Where's the damage? Why isn't there even a dent to show that it hit the, the pavement? Zero. No one asked that. Really? Fell off, huh? Yep. Fell off. Here it is. Look at that. Perfectly removed. Perfectly removed. There's the wheel. I'm holding that up as well. There's Mike Degnan. Yeah, that's right. So thousands of cars should be losing, the, losing their tires right about now. There's Frank Ritchie. There's the wheel. I mean, does anyone with a brain believe this story? Anyone. They obviously like it. How come it doesn't say allegedly? I like this. Hold on. Here's, here's this photo. Where's the damage? There's the fire truck. Over near the Point Street Bridge. I don't know why they picked that as the spot. No damage at all. Nothing to the rim. Boy, that's incredible. Thank God, huh? Wow. That's a, imagine if that happened on the highway. Why is a fire truck on the highway? They're all in the neighborhoods, uh, which means they go on the city streets. Very rare. Clearing an accident. Okay. And why is a truck from Fox Point on Route 6 in Johnston? Huh. No fire trucks in that area? I, I don't. I mean, what, what are we talking about here? There's Scott. Hi there, Scott. Yes. Fire, Facebook post last week, fire trucks catching fire. I don't know about that one. Hi there, Andrew. I don't know about catching fire. That was the buses that caught fire in the rain. I wish I had heard. I did not hear. Apparently, Stephen Perry did an interview on this, someone said. And I'm trying to find um, if there's a Channel 12. They do a story on it. Can you think if you were riding along in your car and two of your wheels came off, the damage that it would do to a truck or do to your vehicle? So, oh, that's because they hit a, they went over a pothole. And two of the wheels fell off the truck. But the good news is there was no damage to the rims. The rims are in perfect condition. And the lug nuts were on tight. They just popped off. Wow. What are the odds? Boy, that's such an unusual story. You know, if I didn't know any better, I would swear that um, the Channel 6 website is just impossible. I mean, is it a website? (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Most popular stories. Let me see if I can. Uh, what are the. Uh, and I think I've. Boy, the four of them, they were shocked. Imagine if that had happened on the highway. I, I just. They, it, it should be. Uh, the, the word that should be used is alleged. They allegedly fell off. Because. And I'm glad at least that guy is saying, hey, we check these trucks all the time. And as they're sitting around in the fire station, um, we do check them. And there was no damage in any way. How is there no damage? That's the luck of it. <laughs> I like that. God forbid this ever happened on the highway. This is a brand new reporter at Channel 6. This is the union president. Now, his, it's not like these guys lie or exaggerate or anything. How can you t- look at that? Imagine the odds. No damage to the vehicle in any way. Hold on. Let me play it. Lighted 2 is one of our largest uh, fire trucks in the fleet and had just cleared a car accident on Route 6. God forbid that had ever happened on the highway while driving to an incident or if those tires were to careen off into a vehicle. Obviously, bad things could have happened. Yeah. Imagine that. 
766-1380. Good afternoon. You're on the John DePietro Show. Hello. Yeah, hi, John. Um, I'd like to make a recommendation. I'm a mechanical engineer for okay. many, many years. Uh, there's a company. There's a company in. Um, there's a company in um, Cranston called Filch Engineering, and their expertise in failure analysis. Uh, I would suggest that what they do is bring all of the components to this company, and they'll analyze and they'll tell you exactly what the, what caused that failure, if there's a failure at all. Well, you, you're a mechanical engineer. Have you ever yeah. heard of anything like this in your life? No, no, nope. I mean, a truck, by the way, and they're examined, they go through it. Most of the time it yep. just sits there at the station. Riding along, they claim they hit a pothole on the yeah, Point Street Bridge, it. and two of the wheels came off the Providence fire truck. But the good news is there was no damage at all to the... Uh, the, the the rim holding the tires. Usually, usually the way a rim is is located on the wheel, um, there, there's a uh, usually a hub that it fits over, and that really takes the load. The the purpose of the nuts is just to hold it against the uh, the wheel itself. The lug nuts perfectly on the wheel. Yeah. Now, yep. if you don't mind, so if you just explain. Now they're gonna here's what they would do. Normal. They're gonna argue. Oh no no. This isn't a regular car. This is a different type of wheel. This is on a truck. It's special. But just someone listening right now, when you see someone and they're changing a flat tire, if you don't mind, just for thir- just explain exactly right now someone driving listening how the wheel fits on their car that then allows them to you know go down the road. Uh, usually, it slips over a small hub that's on the wheel and the purpose of the lug nuts is to hold it against the wheel itself and um even even if it goes uh, over a pothole usually it's that hub that takes the load takes the load okay yeah. so now, um what i've had wouldn't there be some with? damage to the hub if the wheels literally and i don't mean like they went flat the wheels were fine according to these people these guys alleged they said they actually flew off flew off wouldn't there be some uh, damage you know, to the hub? Here's what I would say. First of all, you'd never get all bolts failing at the same time. Yes. One might fail. Now, I've had situations where, you know, you bring an automobile to a, a tire place, and they don't put the bolts on tight. And what will happen is they'll gradually get looser. But you can feel it. it you get the thump, thump, thump feeling in the car when that happens. Um, and that's the only thing that I've experienced where... Um, you know, the, the person that's working on the on the tire does not put an, enough load on those bolts. To tie I them see. Up. Okay. You know what's also interesting from the news report? I don't know if you, I just played one. I could even play another one. Now, one of the reporters. Now, think this is the local media. Now, one of the reporters said to the firefighters, "Can you show us the pothole that they hit that caused two of the wheels on the fire truck to pop off?" Uh, I agree, and I also I also don't understand why they didn't show the parts that failed. Yes, that's right. Now, but but you agree with me. I mean, I actually, as I think of it, I knew someone that something happened, and one of the lug nuts was loose, and then immediately when it popped off, I think it was even like a front passenger. Immediately, it's you know sparks are flying, as you know they had to stop. There was incredible damage. To the hub and the rim that was holding the wheel because the wheel, something had happened with the lug nut and it came off. In this particular situation, the wheels completely popped off and there was no damage to the the truck in any way. It's just not possible where you could be riding along and all of a sudden, whether or not there's five or six nuts, all fail at the same time. (laughs) I know. I mean, to me, it sounds like, I just want to throw out an alternate theory. Isn't it possible that they stopped... And then did what they had to do and then, you know, jacked it up and removed two of the... Isn't that possible they removed two of the tires? Uh, yes, yes. <laughs> you know, this, this could easily be resolved by, by bringing in an expert on failure analysis. Yeah. Huh. Very easily um, resolved. All right. And this has really nothing to do with the age of the vehicle. It really doesn't. It, oh, it doesn't. Oh, okay. Oh, no, no. This is totally separate from the age of the vehicle. Because they want all brand new trucks. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, that's like, um, you know, at your house, a light switch um, doesn't work properly, so you sell your house and buy a new yeah. one. Yeah. 
Or how about at the, right, how about at the state house? You know, I think I see a speck of mold in that corner. We better rip out the entire office. Yeah, or, or knock the building down and have a new yeah, one built. Or a new one built. I mean, this, this is preposterous. <laughs> it is. But and again, they should be using alleged. It's alleged. Yeah. They this allegedly happened. But where is this big pothole? I was over the Point Street Bridge the other day. We have not had a bad winter, thank God. Yeah. So there hasn't been a the, the 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 potholes develop when we've had a lot of snow and ice. So therefore, there's a lot of plowing, and then the plow trucks up. We, we haven't had that. So no, no. when I've been over there, there is no bad pothole over there. So what are they saying? They hit a bad pothole and two of the wheels literally popped off the vehicle because it's so old. You know, the funny part about it is one department is blaming the other, another department in the yeah. city. <laughs> right. But now the taxpayer has to fund a new uh, new truck. Well, we'll see about that. We'll see. Thank you for the call. Excellent call. Folks, 766-1380. I apologize. Let me play that again. You know, the caller was exactly right about um, one was blaming the other. I'm glad that guy that was speaking up saying, hey, we check these vehicles all the time. Uh, I, I mean, feel free with, like, the, the media reporting on this whole thing. Doesn't anybody? Where's the pothole? Where's the pothole? So let me get this straight. You're running paid ads on social media. Paid ads. Paid ads on social media. And somehow the entire two of the wheels pop off. Let me play that again. Because the guy that's in charge of it said, we check these all the time. This thing was just checked in November. They don't have a lot of calls. I still don't understand why. There's so much missing from this other than they just want to go with the headline. Can you imagine? <gasps> two wheels popped off a fire truck. See, they need new trucks. They've been sounding the alarm. Yeah, I'm sure they have. Where's that? I said, come on, what's the matter with me? There it is. A couple of wheels fell. A couple of wheels allegedly fell from a Providence fire truck. That's what it should say. Let me just play this quickly. I know we have a caller on the line. Oh, my God. Yeah, you know, it could have happened on the highway. Yeah. Why is the fire truck on the highway? Oh, it's clearing an accident in Johnston. Right. And the fire truck is from. From Fox Point. No fire trucks between there? No. no. Was there a fire? No. Here we go. Fire department, literally. Two of them came off Ladder 2 this afternoon returning from a call. Ladder 2. And as with most things, timing is everything. Yeah, this happened during an ongoing battle between the Firefighters Union and the city about the condition of the trucks. NBC10's Lindsay Delusher reports from Providence. This just goes to show what we've been saying this the head of the union. President of the Providence Firefighters Union, Derek Silva, says this truck, Ladder 2, is one of the larger trucks the department has. To have two tires just pop off while it's going down the road is obviously of huge concern to Actually us. Impossible. And that's what happened just before noon Allegedly. Today. Our service, we just lost a tire on the truck. The truck was coming back from responding to a call, only to find themselves calling for help. Those four firefighters are driving down the road, going back for an emergency, going back to the fire station thinking nothing of it, and to have the truck just drop, to lose control of it, and have two tires come off is frightening. Police and city officials responded to Point Street near Franklin Street to analyze what happened. One went down over there, and then one enlarged and went over there, but it didn't hit anybody or any vehicles. George Lazareshi with the Public Safety Repair Division described what it looks like caused the two tires to take off. Every single stud snapped and the lug nuts are tight onto the rim. So it, it, it appears to be stress cracks. He says potentially from potholes and speed bumps, which put stress on even vehicles like this potholes. 2007 truck, one of the newer ones in the department. He says it was just inspected in November. The wheels, brakes, everything thoroughly looked at. We make sure nothing goes out unsafe. And I'm sure the most of the fire fighters will attest to that, that our trucks never really have any problems. But Silva speaks on the contrary. These issues are not isolated remote incidents. They're happening more and more often, and there's no plan to fix them. Right, because there's no money, and they don't need them. Ridiculous. 766-1380. Back to the phones we go. Good afternoon. You're next on the John DePietro Show. Hello. Hi, John. Hi there. Has anybody mentioned the fact that we should fix the potholes? <laughs> no. What? But I, I, you know, thank God this winter we haven't actually haven't had a lot of potholes. There aren't there aren't a lot of potholes right now. Yeah. 
Right? I mean, the past winters, when you have a lot, the the potholes come from when the plows dig up the street, plowing the snow. We haven't had a lot of snow. I I was over in that area. Now, one member of the media covering the story said, where is the pothole that caused caused this stuff allegedly to happen? Yeah, this is like driving a car over a bridge and suggesting we buy a new car instead of putting a guardrail on the bridge. <laughs> That's right. I don't know. Call me crazy, but uh, I just think, you know, it is a heck of a coincidence, huh? The fire department. What are the odds? You know, this reminds me of a couple of years ago, Ken Block was raising an issue about, it was something with firefighters and Providence and da-da-da, and all of a sudden, out of nowhere, it was early morning, it was raining, and an abandoned warehouse that no one was near somehow went up in flames. And you could see the smoke and the flames shooting out. The, the timing of it was, was really, really remarkable. Jewish lightning? <laughs> That's right. How do you have an abandoned building where there's no one around and it's pouring rain out and it suddenly somehow catches fire? And, and believe me, the f- smoke and the flame, you could see the smoke from miles. It was the same morning that they were examining how much the firefighters were getting in overtime. Yeah. You know, it's funny. I saw the footage of this truck. Yeah. I don't, I don't know if you've seen it, but the, it, the truck has two sets of rear wheels. Right. And it was one of the sets that came off. Right. So this, this truck didn't drop to the pavement. It was still suspended by the, by the held up by the wheels. The yes. Rims the, yeah, the no, there was no damage to it. So, so let's, let's just say that, you know, they, it wasn't the front tires that got blown off this truck. And, they, and those front tires must have hit the same pothole. Right. Good point. But they're yeah. intact. They're intact. Right. They're the middle, it's the middle wheels that came off, right? That are only suspending half of the weight in the rear. Yeah. Yeah. As Why wasn't it? The full weight it, in the front wouldn't where it the motor be, is. Right. Wouldn't it be one of the front tires that really takes the, the hit on the pothole or the speed of bump? Of course. Of course. I yeah. mean, what do they do when they hit the pothole with the front tires? Did they stop? No. Would they step on the gas and go a little faster so the, the back tires could really whack it? You know, well, you know what's even more of a coincidence? This is the same week they're running paid ads that they want brand new trucks. That's just a curious coincidence. <laughs> there's, no, there's no correlation. Can you imagine? I mean, just the odds of this thing. I'm tempted to go to Twin River after this because the odds are so great. <laughs> <laughs> My God. This is like the kid, like, the, the what are the odds that someone, you know, uh, feels sick the day of an exam at school? It's just amazing how something like this happens. It's a blue moon sighting. It it's really a is. blue moon. <laughs> Take care, John. Thanks for the call. 766-1380. They just popped off. Uh, good afternoon. You're on the John DePietro Show. Hello. Good afternoon, John. Hi there. Go right ahead. It's just like the bus strike. All of a sudden, two buses burn up. Yeah, I was thinking of that. Is that amazing? In the pouring rain, 13 buses supposedly caught fire. It's 730 at night. It is like that. Well, and that was just as they were, um, as they were, thank you for the call, as they were settling the um, the strike against that. What was the, uh, somebody sent me a text I want to just double check. What was this? Um, let's see. So their report, the fire trucks are rolled. Today, two tires fell off because of rotted nuts. No one provides maintenance on these trucks. Tires don't get replaced. Lug nuts would be as well. Amazing the games that are played in Providence. Uh, it is, amazing is a good word. Amazing is definitely a good word. I, I find it extremely difficult to believe myself. Uh, I'm not an expert. We had someone from Cranston call that saw everybody on the news on that. But um, but w- here's a couple things about the local media. They, they say they've been sounding the alarm about the old trucks. I, I think an accurate depiction is they've been running paid media that they want new trucks. That's number one. Number two. Where is this pothole that caused the wheels to pop off? Two of them pop off the truck. Where's the pothole? I would think that's the first thing you want to see. I think it should also be allegedly came off. Allegedly. 766-1380. Good afternoon. You're on the John DePietro Show. Hello. Johnny D, there you are. Here I am. Go right ahead, Frank. Hey, John, you know what's laughable about all of this? And now I don't know what the union guidelines are for what they can and cannot do, but to give you a parallel analogy, when I was in the military, when I was stationed in Germany, we'd go to chow in the morning after formation, 
Then the very next thing we did was go to the motor pool. I drove a 12-ton MAB, mobile assault bridge truck, and we would go, like, by the numbers, check the oil, check the batteries, check the lug nuts. With all the time they have on their hands at that station, you're going to tell, even an 18-wheeler over-the-road truck driver, it's a cardinal rule. What do you do every time before you go out on a run? You inspect the truck. When I used right. to ride my motorcycle, I would do the exact same thing. I would just hop on the bike and take off. I'd look at the tires. I'd check my clutch tension, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Point being is, so they just get in that thing every time and take off, and no one ever does a walk around. No one even looks to see if the lug nuts are loose. Come on. You can fool some of the people some of the time, but not everybody all of the time. Never mind. Let's but face you- it. Most of the time is spent at the station and they're not even doing anything and they're constantly working the truck cleaning the truck checking everything i mean it's not like they're being dragged out all the time this was also uh 10 30 11 o'clock in the morning that is i i learned from someone in providence that is the deadest quietest time of any type of calls is at that time is is between 10 30 like you know late morning 10 to say 12 noon this isn't at night where then you couldn't see the truck so everything's in broad daylight it's riding fine and then suddenly a street over near fox point and i know where franklin is uh where this truck was was kind of a little bit it's very quiet deserted you could easily pull over and 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 by the way the other thing there's no pothole over there at, at all yeah, if you look at, if you watch the TV video, the truck was actually right in front of the old Coral building at the top of Point Street right. Right before you cross over 95. That's right. So anybody could just drive over there and, and take a good look at the road. But, you know, you and I have said this before. The, the thing that's lacking in this state is accountability. Stephen Perry doesn't want to have a police chief because he's so greedy. He's pocketing that money. You mean so fi- fire chief? Fire accountable? chief? Fire chief? Yeah, fire chief. That's what I mean. So is he going to be held accountable? Or oh, the person that inspected the truck? Did the reporters go to that person and say, "Well, you inspected this?" Yes, truck? and the guy said it was fine. No, they had him on yeah. at Channel Ten. He right. said the, the truck so, was just inspected in November and it's fine. Yeah, there's no Harry Truman's anymore. You know, the buck stops with me. That should have been Perry. Perry's head should be on a pole. You're the guy that's in charge. How could that possibly happen? Or at least an investigation. At least an investigation. There won't be an investigation because, like you said, it's all a big farce because they're looking for more money. It never ends with them. It's, It's just ridiculous. But it just made me think of when I was in the service. Every day, without fail, by the numbers, we would go through our vehicles to make sure nothing like that ever happened. Yep, and that makes sense, Frank. It does. And you're not talking about, I mean, let's be honest, this isn't like New York City or Chicago. I mean, come on, they're not that busy. You certainly could be, and and the, the Fox Point Station, the east side, that's one of the the least popular areas. I mean, you're talking, you know, so maybe some of the stations in and around South Providence, if this was nighttime, but... Uh, a Thursday morning at 10.30 in the morning with no one around, and supposedly there's a mysterious pothole that the truck hits that was just inspected in November, and two of the we- we're supposed to believe two of the wheels popped off. You know, and you had another call that made a really good point. If you have a tire and you put it on and you don't tighten up all the lug nuts, you know, a few of them come loose, well, then the tire isn't going to drive straight and through. It's going to wobble and wiggle. You'll feel that. Sure. So, again... Nobody even noticed any lug nuts were loose, and they said all the lug nuts were on the tire. Yes. It's, just, it's so improbable. <laughs> it Again, it's the accountability. The reporters don't follow up they on don't. anything. They don't. They don't. It's always a free pass. In this it case. is. My God. The and unions the, run it. Run oh, it, my God. This is another one. And no one even... You know, they, they try, thank you for the call, Frank. They try to hint around of, but I, I take, I take exception with the phrase sounding the alarm. It should be that, no, they're running paid ads, paid ads. Uh, good morning. Uh, good afternoon. Excuse me. You're next on the John DePietro show. Hello. Juan, como esta, mi amigo? Hola. Go right ahead. Hola. Uh, John, it's the same thing. You remember the unions when the bus strike happened a few years back? That's and- right. All of a sudden, we had a, some uh, a combustion fire on two buses. And Thirteen burnt to the ground. Yep. And uh, <laughs> in the rain, in the rain in the at seven thirty right. at rain, night, we have our buses start on fire. But now unions are all set. Drivers are happy, and buses are fine. No more fires. The same type of principle here. Yeah. 
That's right. And right? you know what? I talked to a mechanic and said, if you were going to have a problem with one of those school buses, it would have been immediately after it had been in service. That bus was returned by, I think, it by 4 o'clock, 4.30 in the afternoon. And somehow, three hours later, there was a mechanical shortage and the bus caught fire in the pouring rain. And then that bus supposedly... 12 other buses caught on fire from the one that had the electrical shortage. Can, can you yeah. imagine the bad luck that came involved with that? Unbelievable. Bad luck, right. It all <laughs> happened right. At, that, at that time. At that time. So 10.30 <laughs> on a Thursday morning, there's no one around, and suddenly they just call in. And, and if you look at the truck, the front wheels are fine, the back wheels are fine. Somehow, two of the middle wheels popped off. Of a mysterious invisible pothole. Yeah, John. Incredible. I think I think it's I, I'm in the I'm in the trucking business, so yeah. I know it. And we carry some weight in our trucks, but and it's, it's a lot more than what a what a uh, fire truck carries. But okay. I, I, if I'm not mistaken, that truck probably has bud rims. There's probably ten studs on that thing. Yep. For all ten studs to break instantly. It's very, very rare. Yeah, so, sure. Uh, how is it all the studs I mean, would break not, off all at the same time? How is <laughs> that possible? The truck once a week, they're going to see maybe a couple of studs broken. Hey, we got to fix this. But sure, all ten of them, uh, eight of them breaking at one time is uh, is kind of. Uh, what are the odds? If you don't mind, yeah, give me the odds. That? Let's just say no. Yeah. I mean, can you put? Is that one hundred to one, thousand to one, million to one? Like, uh, what what would be uh, the real odds? Uh, yeah, a thousand to one. Each. Thousand to one. All right. Let yeah, me ask you this I before mean, I let you go. It, it, you're in the trucking business. Have you ever heard of a truck of that size going down, going down the road? And by the way, it wasn't going at high speed, right? Because it's, it's right, right on Point Street. So not going at high speed. I'm going to say 30, 35 miles an hour and two of the wheels popping off because supposedly, and there's no pothole there. Have you ever heard of a situation like that? Yeah, I mean it happens, but I mean that's lack of uh, lack of maintenance, lack oh, of. Okay. I mean, uh, but I mean you're going to notice that you're going to notice some sort of vibration, something happening. Uh, I mean, even if one stud's there, the tire is going to be wobbling somewhat. But if, if, for all if, of them to break and just continue is just lack of. If if that would have happened, would the solution be you have to get a brand new truck? No, that's not the solution. Absolutely not. <laughs> well, what would be the solution then? You just need that's proper maintenance and you need to repair it, correct? Yeah, proper maintenance, right. Yeah, Maybe prop- they should all go through this new, all the drivers on uh, state and uh, local vehicles should go through the same routine that private companies go through with this new DOT clearinghouse situation. That's right, yeah. But, you know, right. as I think of it, how many people listening right now, you get a flat tire and as a result of that, you go out and get a brand new car? Right? Come on. Oh, what do you do? You change the tire. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Well, you know, we have to. So, you know, hey, I have to get a brand new car. We have a flat tire. Well, why don't we just repair the tire? Right. And by the way, they're running they're running a paid ad campaign that they launched on Monday that they want brand new trucks. And then sheer coincidence on Thursday. One of the trucks, two of the wheels pop off. I mean, that yeah. when you think of the timing of that, that is really amazing. Yeah, yeah. Well, we'll see you next week when we start seeing motors blow up. <laughs> that's right. Well, I'm telling you, you know, that's a good point. <laughs> you know what else is interesting is um, I just received an email that, um, you know, they have all the uh, cameras on the police cars and everything. The union has fought. They want to put cameras on the fire trucks, and the union won't let them put uh, cameras on the fire trucks. Yeah, yeah. Why do you I think that, that is? Just so they can see who's not messing with them. Well, right? if if we had a camera on the fire truck, then we would have video of those wheels popping off, right? Right, right, right. Why yeah. would they be fighting having cameras on the fire trucks? They have them on the police cars. The police, right. the police. If anything, now they all have the body cams. It's true. So it's true. All right. Thank you for the call. Folks, 766-1380. Listen, the power hours next. Terry Gorman's also going to join me. We'll take more of your phone calls. There's a lot more ahead. It's John DePietro. Right now, we're going to get an update with the 1 o'clock news. Come back and take more of your phone calls. The power hour is next. W236CW.